I had a water birth at home and being comfortable and being surrounded by people that are, you know, giving you your your space and your time, not pressuring you, it really just eliminates or substantially reduces the fear that sometimes is associated with birth. It even makes it less painful because you just feel supported, which was something so important for me. You have your space to just deal with what you're feeling however you want to, and you don't feel any inhibition. It was just a a very different experience for me. Welcome to Birthright, a podcast about joy and healing in Black birth, where we focus on positive Black birth stories as a way to find lessons to improve the Black birthing experience, to inspire hope, and to leverage joy in our fight for birth equity. Well, the statistics don't lie. Black women's birth outcomes improve in out-of-hospital settings. Now more Black women are exploring at-home births, which admittedly used to be deemed the choice for the tree huggers and granola types, but now is slowly gaining more mainstream recognition. And in today's episode, we hear from a board-certified OBGYN who, after her own upsetting experience and after watching her colleagues in the field, decided to give birth at home an insider to the medical system, stepping out and speaking out. My name is Carla Williams. I'm the mother of two children currently expecting my third, and this is my birthright story. Professionally, I'm an OBGYN. I serve patients out of Westchester County in New York. So with my first birth experience, that was the birth of my daughter, Eva. It was a hospital birth. I was a resident at the time. And for me, the natural thing to do at that moment or what was going to be most convenient for me was to deliver in the hospital setting. Um, So I went ahead with that. And overall, I would say that uh, the experience was not terrible. But there were certainly things that I would have um, liked to change and some experiences in particular that really uh, led me to want something different for my next birth. So as usual, uh, I went to the hospital when I started to feel contractions that were regular. Like I said, I was a resident, so I was familiar with, you know, the process of being admitted and um, under what conditions that was going to happen. So I spent a day in labor. Um, I went to the hospital a couple times. I was finally admitted. I had all the standard procedures that are done, several interventions, and uh, I was in bed for a day, you know, just um, having my contractions and, and in that early stage of labor. And after being in labor for over 24 hours, I was what they would say stuck at six centimeters and was spoken to about having a C-section. And at that point, I thought, you know, maybe I needed to do something different uh, to achieve the natural birth that I really wanted. So I asked the doctor to give me some more time, and thankfully, the doctor uh, agreed to that and 
told me that, okay, let's uh, give it another two hours and let's see what happens. So she did that. And I decided that I wanted to get into a different position to see if that would help the baby descend and for me to dilate. So I got in hands and knees position and thankfully uh, that really helped. And an hour later, my daughter was born. So um, overall, the labor process, there were some things, like I said, that I would want to change about that and do differently. But ultimately, what really led me to not want to uh, birth in a hospital again was after having my daughter, I had an unpleasant experience with the pediatrician that came to see the baby because he said he was asking my husband and I questions about our insurance situation. He was asking us questions about the um, insurance and and asked if we had anything like Medicaid because he didn't accept that because he took care or wanted to take care of people who were productive members of society. So that was very striking to us and made us feel quite bad. So that was definitely something that made us feel uncomfortable and we didn't want to experience anything like that again. We wanted we wanted a different experience. That's what led us to... Um, to go for a home birth with our second child. Part of what led us to do that. My name is Kiki Jordan. I'm a California licensed midwife and I'm based in Oakland, California, in the Bay Area. Black midwives were the primary home birth attendants in the United States in the late 1700s through the early 1800s. And as we moved into the late 1800s, early 1900s, obstetrics grew. And as obstetrics grew, the practice of home birth in general for all midwives, but specifically for Black midwives, almost became criminalized. If Black midwives didn't meet a particular set of standards, it became illegal for them to practice. And so most home births, many, many home births by, for Black folks and for white folks were attended by Black midwives um, until the late 1800s. So as we see the growth in obstetrics and as we, we then also start to see birth moving into a hospital setting and we start to see the practice of home birth or the choice to have a home birth be considered lower class or dirty or unsafe. And I think Black folks and many people of color and many immigrant folks have held on to that narrative. And so now as you see Black folks hearing more and more about the safety of home birth and seeing themselves as midwives or seeing themselves as home birth attendants and feeling more drawn to it because they see themselves, there's still a little bit of that old narrative and fear about it being unsafe or, or unclean. That narrative was powerful and pervasive. And the story that was being told was either that midwifery and home births were unsafe or that they were part of a fringe culture. But when someone on the inside of the OBGYN field starts looking outside, it's time for all of us to pay attention. So initially, I felt that I would uh, have a different experience if I worked with uh, midwives instead of 
OBGYNs. And I decided I wanted to birth at a birthing center. So that was my initial plan. Closer towards um, the end of my pregnancy, when I was around 34, 35 weeks, I met my doula. And through conversation with her, I ultimately decided that I wanted to go for a home birth. And that is what I ended up doing. I I researched different um, home birth midwives. I also listened to my doula's recommendations regarding uh, those providers. And I went with someone who she recommended, who also attended her um, birth at home. And it was an amazing experience. And I hope to have the same kind of experience with the baby I'm expecting now. So tell us about your decision-making process in getting to a home birth. So I first decided that I wanted to go with a birthing center for um, my second birth, but I then decided that I would move towards a home birth. And I feel that for women that are low risk, uh, that don't have uh, medical, many, you know, medical problems that could affect their, their labor and birth negatively, that uh, they should have be afforded that opportunity and have that as an option. And I felt that it was an option for me. And I decided towards the end of my pregnancy that I would uh, go with with home birth. And home birth for me meant that I was going to be able to be in the comfort, obviously, of my own home. I was going to have the people there present that I wanted to be present. I was going to be supported by my family members and friends. I was going to be able to do certain things that aren't routinely allowed in the hospital, like eating if I felt like I was hungry, moving if I felt like I wanted to move, going anywhere in my house that really just made me feel comfortable, dim lights if that's what I wanted, music if that's what I wanted, having my daughter present if if she wanted to be present and she was able to be around for what was going on. And that familiarity um, is something that uh, I wanted. Um, and and I got that. <laughs> I had a water birth at home. And being being comfortable and being being surrounded by people that are, you know, giving you your your space and your time, not pressuring you, it really just, it really eliminates or substantially reduces the fear that sometimes is associated with birth. Wow, Dr. Carla, that sounds amazing. But let's talk about water births. So on Instagram, they look lovely, but on TV and in the movies, they are a mess. What's the reality here? A water birth, I think, is actually usually pretty clean. Most of the we call it the products of conception are contained in the pool. We use a sanitary process to drain the pool after the birth. Um, yeah, it's usually pretty clean. And, and, and honestly, I think it's a really um, 
relaxing and safe option for the mom and the baby. Most of our clients choose water birth. The it, it even makes it less painful because you just you you feel feel so supported, which was something so important for me. You have your space to just deal with what you're feeling however you want to, and you don't feel any inhibition. It was just a, a very different experience for me, and it transformed me, and the, and it led me to just understand and know that moving forward, that was the only way that I would be, I would feel comfortable and want to birth again. Did you know that racism and bias in care has been directly linked to the Black maternal and infant mortality crisis? Black and brown women and birthing people need to birth with Earth. Earth is in the word birth, but we dropped the B for bias, is a new Yelp-like review and rating app for Black and other birthing people of color to leave and find reviews of OBGYNs, birthing hospitals, and pediatricians. Join the movement to use our collective experiences to inform and protect each other and to bring transparency and accountability to the medical system. Reclaim your birthright to birth without bias. Earth is available now in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Download today. Search reviews for yourself. Leave a review to help others. Visit earthapp.com to learn more and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Earth App. Okay, you are all in, Dr. Carla, but what about your husband? Sometimes our men aren't on the same page especially around home births, where they have a unique fear about something going wrong as a partner to a black or brown woman. My husband, thankfully, has been extremely supportive. And, you know, from from day one, he's always been in tune with what it is that I want for myself. And he he he's trusting and and he knows that I'm going to make the decision that is, you know, the best for for me and for our family. And he's definitely just he couldn't be more more supportive of the process. So he he sometimes has questions. He asks questions. I, I try to, you know, answer to the best of my ability. But at the end of the day, he feels like it's a process and an experience that I choose how I want to go about it. And, and he trusts, you know, what my decision is. So thankfully, that's been my experience with him. So I encourage partners to come into the prenatals, come into every visit or as many visits as you would like to. Let me show you how to touch her belly. Let me show you how to feel the position of the baby. Let me help allow you to listen to the baby's heartbeat. Do you have any questions? So really allowing them to be a part of, again, the midwifery care which is essential to preparing for the home birth. And what I notice is they start to get comfortable. We build trust. They start feeling like it's a safe place for me to ask questions. It's a safe place for me to say, I don't know. And I also appreciate the answers that I'm getting from my midwife because I'm also his midwife. Um, 
And then at the home birth, the 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 encouragement to to be physically supportive, and also we talk a lot in the prenatal period about how to be emotionally and verbally supportive. That continues, you know, making suggestions for how to support her physically, kind words, how to match the energy in the room. I mean, they really do become a part of the midwifery team on some level. Um, And then we also invite them to catch the baby with us. If they are interested in receiving their baby, they totally have that option. I think most of our, most of our partners period, but the male partners are excited about receiving the babies into their arms. And and also I want to be clear that we're right there. We can do a four-handed catch with them. Um, and, and, and again, I just want to say after they go through that experience, which is just as transformative as them, as it can be for the birthing person, um, they tell the story. They love to talk about their home birth experience and tell other men about their home birth experience. We usually end up inviting them to childbirth classes so that they can start normalizing just birth. Midwife Kiki says that she is also the partner and father's midwife, too. I love that. So, Dr. Carla, as a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist who chose not to give birth in a hospital anymore, what advice would you give to others who may be considering home birth but may be concerned about fear or safety or just think that it's weird? So the the advice that I would give to someone who's considering birthing outside of the hospital, birthing at home, is um, to first educate yourself about birth itself, um, look up different providers as well, try to find someone who aligns with with what your desires are, what your values are, and what you're looking for. And always understand that you can ask questions, you have the right to say no to to a, to a person or, or something that's being suggested to you that just doesn't fit. And you can always, like they say, quote unquote, fire your provider. If if someone is is not respecting you, if someone is not honoring your wishes, if someone is not at least open to educating you, conversing with you and explaining things to you and making you feel comfortable about the process you're going through, then you should move on to someone else. So that that's my advice is to just seek as much information as you can and when you are more educated when you have that 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 information you feel more powerful and you feel less fear so that is my suggestion home birth is not just about the act of giving birth at home. That's a big piece of it, but it's also about midwifery care. Midwifery care is a personal individualized, human-based model of maternity care. So with home birth comes midwifery care. And that is super valuable during the pregnancy, birth, and the postpartum period, which gets missed a lot. And so we can change birth experiences for Black folks if they are able to see themselves as their personal maternity care provider, if they're able to get that one-on-one connection from their midwifery provider, if they know that their family can be included in their birth experience because they're comfortable with who's providing um, care with them. We speak the same language. 
midwifery care can is costly. It can be expensive to plan a home birth, and that can make Black folks feel like it's not available to them. There are lots of midwives, specifically certified professional Black midwives, who are looking at ways to, like I said, tailor their care, um, reinvent, recreate, th- think creatively about what, what maternity care can look like so that it can be more accessible to Black women. To be clear, the number of mamas who have given birth at home has increased during the pandemic, where many people were afraid to go to the hospitals, others did not want to be forced to birth alone without a partner or a doula, as many hospitals mandated, and all of us saw the folly of medicalizing birth and forcing people who are not sick to go into a building full of sick people as their only option for giving birth. It just doesn't make sense. Now that more and more women, and yes, even OBGYNs, are opting out of a hospital delivery, providers need to recognize that they must work to improve the experience of care for Black birthing people. I would say that I really wish that providers would make it their priority to, you know, bring joy and happiness back into, you know, the process of birth and just prenatal care and everything. You know, it it, it really, it's disheartening when I hear people's, you know, birth stories or when I hear how they've been treated um, past in past experiences and how they don't want to go through that again. And just the fear that women have of birth, it, it's, it's, it's horrible. So I just feel like definitely as providers, we can do our part to, to make it a more pleasant experience for our patients. They shouldn't feel rushed when they come to see us. They should have their questions answered. Um, we should be we should be open to that and we should be just trying our best to to make make our patients feel or help our patients feel comfortable and just help for it to be a joyous occasion and and eliminate some of the fear that um that that we're you know the media gives us other people unfortunately their experiences but sometimes those experiences and those awful birth stories come from you know things that the providers have have done and are causing to you know to our patients so so i would just say you know to be very mindful of that and um just give patients the respect and that they deserve and the time and and proper care So simple, yet so true. And this is a big part of the work we do at Earth, turning your reviews into data and actionable insights for hospitals and providers so they can give more respectful, more dignified and equitable care. Speaking of respect, Dr. Carla, I close every episode by asking this question. What is our birthright? I would say that our birthright is to have the experience that we desire and to and to find joy in the process of birth and for it to be a happy experience and i think that's that's our birthright <laughs> what do you say midwife kiki so you have a right to have a celebratory pregnancy and birth and postpartum period. You really are 
welcoming a new member of our human family. I'm from Berkeley, California, so I know I sound hokey and hippie, but it is true. You are really welcoming a new member of our human family. You're welcoming a new member of our Black family. You get to be in full celebration of that during your whole pregnancy, your entire birth, and your entire postpartum. And every One who is in your life during that time should be in celebration with you. If there is not a feeling of joy and and empowerment and a willingness to uplift your choices or or invite you to participate in your choices, then that's not the right team. You have the right to create a team that is fully, fully supportive of of your joy. That's your birthright. Ultimately, giving birth at home is not a fringe experience, and we should educate ourselves on who created that narrative that midwives and home births were unsafe. In fact, I think we need a movement to normalize midwifery care and home births in our community so that it's not seen as something just for the, let's say, the Erica Badu types. Instead, everyone would know that you can bring your lace front and your bundles to your home birth. It's all good. It should be an option for anyone and everyone who can. And when Black OBGYNs are saying, I'm not giving birth in a hospital, perhaps we should all at least give it a listen and give it some research. Thank you for joining me for the Birthright Podcast, where we reclaim our birthright one story at a time. Our season will be ending soon, so I hope you will catch up on episodes one to eight and get ready for our big season finale, another powerful restoration episode on healing birth trauma. You won't want to miss it. Birthright is hosted by me, Kimberly Seals Allers. Our executive producers are Nolika Radway and Kimberly Seals Allers. Randy Chapman produces the show with Nikki Valdez as assistant producer and help from Homero Radway. Sound design and engineering by Sam Baer with original music from Trell Robinson. Birthright is funded by the California Healthcare Foundation. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. It really helps people find the show. Thanks for listening.